Welcome, everybody. You ever feel like your life is just too complicated? There's too much family drama going on? You don't know who you love sexually and who you're related to? Sometimes it's both. Welcome to the attic. It's Mises Peasies. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to VC's Pieces Podcast. I am your host, Tia, along with your other host. I'm Katie. She is. Um, Today we're going to wrap up the Cutler Family series with the last book, which is a prequel, Vibes. Uh, It's called Darkest Hour. It it doobie. It doobie doobie. It <laughs> doobie dark. It doobie doobie doobie. It the darkest hour. Debbie dark. <laughs> Debbie darko. Um, wow, this step back. The step back is a lot. I yeah. am excited for you, listener, because if you're hearing this, then you've seen it on social media. Uh, wow. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Anyway, yeah, you, uh, Katie's, it's Katie's turn to read the, uh, the back flap. Yeah, I'm gonna flap it back at you. Let's flap it back. We should, uh, flap it back at the kids, Katie. I will do be. Growing up on the thriving plantation called the Meadows, Lillian Booth cherishes the brightest, happiest dreams. Lillian's world is full of grand parties and sunshine and promises, as thrilling as the fairy tales Mama spins for her and her little sister Eugenia. No one, not even her cold, stern papa and her Bible-spouting sister Emily, can crush her spirits until the day Emily reveals the shattering secret of Lillian's birth, a secret Mama sadly cannot deny. Still, Lillian refuses to believe Emily's hateful claim that she is evil, a curse, even when sweet, gentle Eugenia loses her fragile hold on life and her mama retreats further into her fantasies. But when tragedy befalls her best friend, the one boy whose tender heart mirrors her own, Lillian comes to believe Emily's grim words. Meekly she endures her penance, finding a strange <laughs> solace in the endless repetition of prayers in a room stripped of all comforts. Lillian's heart is torn anew, when, in a drunken haze, Papa subjects her to the most brutal of degradation. They're just telling the whole story. They really are. Like, you're not even at the end. Do we even have to... We don't even have to talk. This is, this is, the, this is the podcast. This is Bye. the book. Okay. Finish. Finish. <sighs> then Papa loses the meadows in a card game, and Lillian is faced with a new and terrifying prospect. Arrogant, handsome playboy Bill Cutler will return the plantation if Lillian will marry him. Now Lillian must leave her girlhood home behind and make a bold new beginning as the mistress of a hotel called Cutler's Cove. What that, the? F- that's what, the, that. That's the book. They they showed you the entire movie in the trailer. <laughs> they set it up to be like, oh, it's young Lillian at the Cove, probably to hook the readers who like maybe wanted to know about that. Yeah, guess what? It's not, not till the very nope, end. Nope. Yep. Also, it's like the one day that Emily sprung on us. It happened in like page 10, 12, something like that. So. Wow. Leading into this. Let me tell you. Um, We had the same reaction like two pages in. I'm fucking done. Were yours the same reasons as mine, though, as far as like. 
Is it the racist caricatures? <laughs> like, <laughs> was that it? I think it was page two. I think I wrote down page fucking two. The, there was a. There was just. <sighs> Lillian is young. She's sitting on a branch. I actually wrote down. I already can't with these first two paragraphs. Oh yeah, she's like when I was young. I heard a. When I was young, there was a man Henry that worked for us, and he used to t- basically give her sayings to say but he asked her something and then direct quote from the book like if she knew like oh do you know why the branch whatever yeah quote i shook my head my golden pigtails swinging around to slap me gently on the mouth <laughs> like a dick would what is <laughs> what is that like okay so that sentence is like you know when you like put the settings on <laughs> If you're watching something and it's like extra descriptive for blind people, that's like a sentence from like an extra descriptive porn. Like she shook her head or golden pigtail slapping her gently on the mouth. Don't tell me slapping gently on the mouth pigtail. Get out of here. Okay. Okay. All right. So listener, I have just been listening and editing all the cutlers. And the main thread is us going, what fucking year is it? Not remembering that we definitely figured out the year in Twilight's Child, which was 1954. Yep. So, so, if we estimate Grandma Cutler in her mid-50s, this book would take place around 1910. Yep. And there's talk of the Depression. That's, that's in, into the 10s, into the 20s. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, so, there's that. Now, and this must be some War of Northern Aggression uh, stuff that I, whenever someone says plantation, I'm like, well, they're slaves. Yeah. Done. They're servants. They are never mentioned as slaves. I wrote down a couple times that they were slaves because I, I was because no year was mentioned. I presume it was after the Civil War. Yeah, we knew that. I know, but but it's also the South, and I. It's also the South, and they won, right? Sorry, if didn't we they any... win? I think they won. I think so if I think they won. If we have a listener that is. Um... We only have one listener. What are you saying? Right. Great. <laughs> if you, dear listener. Live south of the Mason-Dixon line, and you feel real upset about the war of northern aggression as they teach it down there. Please unfollow. Please <laughs> unfollow. Yeah. Um, this is no place for you here. So, I also wrote, I know the Meadows is a plantation, but I am uncomfy already. And it's because Henry, he's not... <sighs> Did you know... Tell us about Henry. Henry's daddy. Henry's daddy uh, also wants a slave had fought and died in the Civil War. He fought on the side of the Confederacy because he thought loyalty to his master was more important than freedom for himself, as Henry put it. No, he fucking didn't. Big fucking oof. What is... Don't put that in here. No, he didn't. Don't write that sentence. No, it's just... just you could just not write that. You could that. not write that sentence. And everything else could be the same. Well, I hope it was. Okay, I mean, I would, I would have guidance on other I'm, things as well, but... I'm just saying, if you were worried about having to change more... 1993. Could, I mean... No. They, that's so... That's so unnecessary. Like, like, oh, how charming. No... No. no, 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 um, no, 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 no. It's a big old plantation. If you're familiar with the meadows from the previous books, of course you are because you've been reading all of them. Um, it's not in disrepair; it's glorious. Um, oh yeah, I am loving reading about like the meadows being glorious. I hate the. They were just like, oh, <laughs> don't worry. Some people just like loved being property. <laughs> Some people fucking loved it. 
get out of here with that. But I do love a description of a grand house. Yes. I do. It's very, very like Bob Vila. <laughs> More like Robin isn't Leach. That, isn't that what his Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Isn't is that thing. what Bob Vila's show was? This grand house. No, it wasn't. Um, also, so we open is I, I was, I assumed, assumed Lillian being four or five because they've talked about her going into school. Yeah, before age five. Yeah, she's four. That's where we open. Four, but apparently, you know, speaks all sentences like a grown adult as as well as her bedridden sister, Eugenia, who's three. Okay, right. (laughs) Thank you. Because they were 13 months apart. Because I started being like, what? (laughs) Because I'm, yeah, three. Okay, thank you. Uh, They refer to her papa as captain. Not a captain at all. Not a captain. But his his father worked for worked served under General E. Lee, so he found a great pride in that. And call me captain. Call me captain. Uh, mm. uh, the heck is his name? Papa. 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 Booth. Jed. 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 Got it. Uh, yeah. They, so we're, we're going, we're going in and we're meeting the fam, the fam. And it is noted that no portraits look like Lillian or, or Eugenia. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they aren't pissed all the time or some shit. Who's pissed? They're not pissed all the time. Oh. They, like talk about like very stern looks. Okay. Okay. But gotcha. they're like cute. Mama it noted would go to pieces over dead worms. Did you know that? I didn't, but I loved that. And now that. it's like we got. Que- I got questions about Mama, where she lives on this spectrum of VC tropage. Is she hysterical? Don't know. She's she's the fragile mother character who's fragile like mother. again, <gasps> again. That that's kind of like an all encompassing the fragile mother. You know you're dealing with, dealing with a fragile mother because of the sentence or because of the mother always saying, "Don't talk about things that are unpleasant." There we go. Constantly talking like mother didn't like anything unpleasant. Yep. Mother was like, please, can we talk about something more pleasant? There we go. Pleasantness is really important to a fragile mother character in a V.C. Andrews book. Emily Child is the same as old Emily, which I'm kind of into. <laughs> Why not? Why not move go it? with it, I guess. Uh, and Eugenia is a delicate doll. Yep. Noted. Eugenia has cystic fibrosis, Correct. which I did not Google. Was that a thing people knew about in the 1910s? Oh, shit. Uh, Great fucking question. We just went with it. We just laid back and took it. Dear, dear uh, listener, listen to me. That <laughs> this is... And I know that we referred to some of this before. This was a homework book. And I think you you specifically made yourself sit down and bust through it. I had to because I was like, we have to record this Sunday. Because I put it off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totes. Yeah. Oh, I put it off. I would pick it up and then put it. I would literally pick it up and be like, put it down. Yep. Because like, based on the last. Yeah. I just. Even though I, I said I was excited to learn about yeah. young Lillian when I started it. And it was, it wasn't like young, late teen, young woman Lillian. It was baby child Lillian. Yeah. Four year old that you like, don't, you don't need, you can just talk you don't about need. what it, You can talk about what it was like when you were that age. We don't need the bulk. Of the book to be that age. No. So I, I would read like a page and then put it down. And then I, I would like literally like pick it up and be like, All right, I need to like. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to. Uh, let me uh, go on Reddit for an hour. Um, it's bad. So, yes. So I was instantly incensed because of writing and. Mm, 
I want to find him. Please, someone hire me to edit these books or any books. Like, they need a continuity person because... Wait, what, what's up, Error? Uh, what's up, Error is uh, page 11. They're talking about one night at dinner towards the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. It's when they talk about, like, hey, Lillian should go to school. She's yes. smart. Lillian gets to go to school early. She shouldn't wait a whole nother year because she's very, very bright. And then they're Which talking about, like... And then she's like, yeah, the night the mom said I was going to go to school. Because she goes to talk to Eugenia, like, after dinner, tells about her day. Like, they're, like, besties. Eugenia is pretty bedridden. Yeah. So she doesn't go. So she, Lillian brings her everything about her life. And she's like, I realize that Eugenia is basically living through me. So I just, I told her everything. Yeah. So Great. she was like, always tell her about the day. And then she was like, oh, all I'm going to do tonight after dinner is go tell her that I get to go to school. And then, like, the next thing is, like, she had just finished her own breakfast when I burst into the room. So we just lost an entire night. It went from dinner to breakfast to they're going to the store to buy her school clothes. School and clothes. I cannot. You cannot. You cannot. You, you don't, you don't, you don't take that. Also, oh. right after there, talking about Mama, she's got spun gold hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and noted that. And, uh, but said she had soft brown eyes. Page 16. But then on page 33... Mama has soft blue eyes. Oh. I'm going to... And then they never mention what color they are again. So I was like waiting for like a... Like a confirmation of one of these two. Her bright green eyes. (laughs) No! They're soft brownish blue. (laughs) Like an algae pile. Like a... What? Oh. Uh, Anyway, so yeah. I was shocked. I was like, brown? Brown eyes? No one has that. No, unless they were dull brown. Yeah, right, because bad person. And also, um, cornflower blue was the color of eyes in this one, yep. not cerulean. Mm, they heard yep. you yep. ranting. <laughs> Eugenia had cornflower blue yep. eyes. That's blue as the corn. <laughs> that blue corn moon. Oh, <laughs> I've heard the wolf. Have you heard the wolf cry? Have you ever? Have you ever? <laughs> no. Heard the wolf cry? No. I'm so scared. <laughs> um... So I wrote this quote from Mom, Mama Dear, who's given Lillian talk. She, they seem to have a pretty good rate relationship. They do. The it's nice. Uh, Mama is a very much a society lady. She likes to read and listen to music and like gossip. And it's just like a lady type. She doesn't, I mean, to be real, she's a lady on a plantation. She doesn't need to cook. She doesn't need to clean. She's, but she's not stuffy. Right, right, right. It's nice. She's like, I want to hang out with friends yep. and listen to my phonographs and read my romance novels and gossip. Yeah, yeah. it's cute. Cool. And she's like nice to everybody. She's like nice. she's delightful. She is. And the hell she... is her name? Mama. Oh, and it's also not Mama. It's Mama. Mama. M a m m a. Georgia. Mama. Mama. Georgia. 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 I just wrote Mama. Mama Georgia. Mama Georgia. She and. Lillian, she's bringing up, like, Lillian. I think she gave up on Emily. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Yeah, she's like, she's fucking sucks. She's fucking weird. But she's like, here's how you be a person in the world and a woman in this world. And gives her little talks and chats that don't get a side eye from me just because of the time period. But this was the startling bit of advice. The first splash you make is the one that gets everyone, everyone the, the wettest. wettest. And that they remember the longest. <laughs> I would have it you got to get everyone wet with your splash, man. Soak them. So- Fucking soak them. <laughs> Remember, just soak everyone with your splash. <laughs> you, can, you can take one thing away from the splash. Are you getting... Put people in the fucking splash zone. <sighs> wow. <laughs> I was like, Niederman, do you not know? <laughs> you probably don't. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, and then like Lillian's like, Mama, what, do I have to decide my rest of my life tomorrow when I go to school? And she's like, what do you mean? And she's like, well, like, do I have to be like, decide if I want to be a doctor, a lawyer, or a teacher? And her mom's like, no, like there's plenty of time for that. But I totally see you as like a beautiful bride of some wealthy guy. <laughs> <laughs> You uh, they, you can be anything you want, especially but probably a trophy wife. <laughs> she goes to get a store bought dress from Nelson's, and Nelson's has tonics for the rheumatiz and machine made britches. Love it. This is what I was noting because I didn't give two farts about anything else. <laughs> and old timey stuff. Um, Emily sucks. She, sucks. She's basically old. She's old Emily as a child. Fine. Um, and she pushes Lily in like the puddle. And it makes all the boys laugh, except one. Aww. FYI. Niles. Niles Thomas. Because hmm? at the ripe age of six, he is a wizened gentleman with manners. <laughs> six! <laughs> they just... <laughs> all of this should have been like a quick flashback, like catch you up. I started school young because I was bright. My sister sucked, like... Moving on to like ten, it should have started. Like if you're gonna start, you can leave out the puddle bit. Or talk about the puddle bit real close. Like I remember this time that Emily did this, and like as you're reminiscing about Niles, I don't fucking know. And then so they're walking home. I don't know if this is when Emily says it. She's like, "Fuck you, you're not my real sister." Yep. And then I, oh shit, it's true. So yeah, um, she was like, "Uh, "Yeah, no, like you're you killed your mom in childbirth." And (laughs) Lillian's like, "What?" She's like, what the fuck? So she goes home and like her mom's like, Goo, you, I'll be back in a minute because I got to go fucking chew out your sister for being a wh- horrible person. The captain's going to be so mad the about this. Captain. <laughs> um, so here's Mama Georgia. As you know, I had a younger sister, Violet. She was very pretty and very delicate. <laughs> as delicate as a violet. Uh, okay. Well, there you go. There you fucking go. This is what we're dealing with, listener. Violet was as delicate as a, a violet. Uh, all right. I wonder if Niederman even remembers, by the way, that that's the name that Trish Tree was given by her adoptive parents. When they went God, to pick her up, her name was Violet. Not. Probably not. Yeah, it's just like, I don't know, I got six names and I had to pull them out. All she one. had to do was stand in the afternoon sun for a few minutes and her cherry blossom white skin would turn crimson. She had your blue-gray eyes and your button nose. Yep, in fact, her features were only slightly larger than Eugenia's. So, <laughs> so there's, it was never... Eugenia's is, three. <laughs> is Eugenia... Eugenia belongs to Jed and Georgia? She is their child. She has because, to be. Because how come no portraits look like Eugenia? That was like a thread for me. I don't know. Well, I mean, she has to. I mean, if. My papa used to call her his little pickaninny. What is that? I don't know, but their mom hated it. Whatever that pickaninny means. I think it's, I think it's a negative term towards a person of color. Why would he call her that? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, she met Aaron. And, um. She's a beautiful child bride. They were like, she was such a beautiful bride. Everyone said she didn't look more than 12. What? So (laughs) beautiful. Violet Uh. and Aaron. Yeah, how did, uh, she died in childbirth and then Aaron died. He he died before. Like he was in a, he was, he was on a horse in a rainstorm. Horse got spooked. He fell off, cracked his head on a rock, died. Should have put like some all weather tires on that horse. (laughs) (laughs) Some some studs on those horseshoes. Yeah. 
cleats to get really into the... Yeah, you really got to... You, you don't want to hide, hide your plane, your horse. Get your freaking horse cleats on so you don't hide your plane. <laughs> so she was basically... Horses are dangerous in these <laughs> books, apparently. She was just living to, to birth and then be done, I guess. Yeah, it was too much. She just wilted away. Yeah. Uh, and Lillian notes that she was going to put away in her secret put-away heart. Something, which is a phrase that comes around yeah. quite a bit. My put, secret put away heart. Yep. All right. Um, I I enjoyed the idea that Lily and herself was a curse. Like, oh, how Stephen King? Because Emily's like, you're a fucking curse. Everything that you touch is bad. Like, just being a dickhole. Yes. But then I'm also like, why the fuck were those her last words to, to Dawn? Why did she call Dawn her curse? She should have been like, I was your curse. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> like, it was just... Well, I, I think the curse... I think Dawn being her curse was just reminding her of William's infidelity. But as we learn in this book... Yeah. Known. Spoiler alert. New and known. Like, a, even if it was... Even if Dawn was her cross to bear, that doesn't fit. But, yes, I was into this idea, like, that Lillian was a curse... And that would have been a fun supernatural kind of. Oh, yeah. Like I a, just hated it. Yeah, it was bad. Um, so Lillian gets sick um, because of the, probably because of the puddle or something. She can't go to school for a couple days and she's so upset because her first day was amazing, I guess. And her teacher was like, oh my God, you're literally the smartest person that's ever walked the earth. And so she couldn't go back to school for a couple days. But the day that she does go back to school, her mom has... Um, Henry r- r- drive her in the yes. the wagon, the wagon, the wagon, um, just to be safe. And Emily's pissed, and she just like speed walks, like, Nyah! but then she gets in to go home, and Henry's got this little fluffy, beautiful kitten named Cotton, and they her Cotton because she looks like a fluffy like a cotton ball on the end of the stalk, little Cotton. Um, and I was like, really? He he named her Cotton. Okay, like, yeah. we're really just leaning into. I love being here on a plantation. It's fucking great. <sighs> um. Cotton, the, uh, pa- Captain Papa Gambles. It's no, it's kind of like thrown out there that Captain Papa Ga- Gambles. He's a religion man. He he fucking loves it, loves it when Emily like preacherifies yep. at the table, but also is a gambling man. Yeah. And uh, then Cotton the kitten goes missing. Yeah, they have to keep her in the barn because um, she brought her into Eugenia, and she was unfortunately allergic, but like. This cat apparently was fucking everything and would like knew that Eugenia knew from that moment that Eugenia loved her. So she'd go like sun under the window and be like, look at me. Meow. Look at me. Meow. Um, And then the day that. um, So she got uh, Lillian got like excellent on her paper at school. She definitely mentioned specifically. Uh, She clasped. she... She ran home clasping her paper with the little stars in her little fist, waving it in the air like the flag of the Confederacy, snapping in the wind against the Yankees, depicted in some of our paintings. Wow. Yeah. Hey, they are a uh, South family from the South. Do you know that from the South? I don't, yeah, I don't know. The South, slavery. So she goes in to tell Eugenia, and Eugenia's just like sobbing because she's like, cotton's missing. Like, she didn't come by the window. And of course, Lillian goes to find this cat. And why? where did she find her? It's done been drowned. Yeah, rope around its neck tied to a rock. Like in the swimming hole or the pond hole. Oh, yeah, which is fucking crazy. And she... It's set up for Emily to have done it. She definitely did it. 
Who else would have done it? Well, I mean... It was Emily, because she was pissed that, like, of everything. That Lillian got special treatment for riding in the carriage. Yeah. Whatever, I guess, fine. Um, and that they were talking about the cat all the time. They were like, oh my god, this cat's such a good hunter, she's so beautiful, and yeah. like... And it was like... Because <clears throat> she immediately was just like, you're the one who killed the cat because you're alive. She... It, it was noted at some point that Lillian and Eugenia are children of tragedy. Yes. So is it just because of her cystic fibrosis? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. I was just like, I didn't know if there was some setup to, to lead to Eugenia's parentage being in question. I don't think so. Because it was a lot of like, back. Lillian and Eugenia don't look like anyone. Lillian and Eugenia, or is it just, uh, whatever. Um, I think it's just because like, she's just delicate and, well, I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, I'm pretty sure that that was a thing. The way it is noted that Papa eats is fascinating to me. Staring straight ahead, teeth fucking grinding. Grinding meat. Grinding meat constantly. (laughs) You can't see that. (laughs) The face she made is the face I pretty much pictured. Unmoving, except for the gnashing and grinding of teeth. Staring straight ahead. (laughs) Fascinating to me. (laughs) Like, he is... He is a machine made to be like a man, and this is the program to simulate eating. <laughs> grind, 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 grind. Um, is like there's he's the trope to the dad trope of like strong shoulders. Oh, he's big, powerful arms. Like he's all the dads always, are like, huge. Stomp a clomping around. So, like boots. He got boots, big boots. Boots a clomping. Oh, oh, he got big boots. He got big old boots. <laughs> um, Lil Emily at the church has permission from the minister for corporal punishment. Yep, she cute. Smack people around for not being religious enough, or even like not like looking to the side or like blinking too long or like literally anything. Ugh. Um, we're still in the Lillian being four to five, five to six range at the at the barbecue. At time. the barbecue, at yep. The barbecue. And then it skips ahead, yep. Um, so it's barbecue time, and they have them like. At Yearly. least once a year, like right at the beginning of the summer to kick it off. And it's a very, it's a gala affair. Everyone has a great time. At the plantation. Papa was never so much more proud of his southern heritage. Mm. <laughs> look, look, this is a word, all right? My heritage that we as northern Yankee folk give a side eye to. I like, I like dry heave a little bit inside and a tiny bit outside every Your time. Heritage. <laughs> Your heritage, if I can say that. Um, there's, I, I, I wrote down separate slave barbecue, but again, I presume servant. Yeah, servants. Servant. I am, I am sure it is divided upon color lines. No, it is. But they have a separate barbecue. Yeah. Which, again, and, a side eye. And like, oh, it's noted, like, they're having more fun than anyone. Like, stop trying to excuse what you're writing, Niederman. Stop it. <sighs> they are not having more and, fun. Um, the barbecues are also really great because those are the only days that Eugenia really comes outside for the whole time. They mm-hmm. just kind of like park her under a tree and yeah. she gets to watch kids play and it's really cute. And she gets to like see people that Lillian always talks to her about. But she's three, like these these ages it, don't it does fucking not, add up. It like, doesn't match actual child development. No. Uh, Toddy, one of the servant girls. Totty. 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 There's also Luella as yep. well, as one of the house ladies. Um, Toddy brushed Mama's hair for hours. Mama is insisting she's getting wider. And I was wondering if this was a VC vanity or just like a regular lady hit middle age. I think yeah. the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, D, all of the above. 
Daddy Diddles Darlene. Diz, di- digitally manipulates her at the barbecue. He digitally manipulates her. Because there's not supposed to be anyone in the house. Get out of the fucking house! <laughs> so, Lillian comes back in with Eugenia because she's like, all you know, Eugenia's all tuckered out. So she like hangs out with her until she falls asleep to her nap. And then she's like walking by the office she and she hears someone giggling. And she's like, Papa's going to be so mad that someone's in his office. So I should go in there. And then he was like, well, why would someone have their hand in someone else's skirt? Weird. Digital. Digital. It was digitaling. He was digitaling. He was digitaling. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get digital. Digital. Yeah. He definitely was like, but the robot was my digital palace. My yeah. digital palace? My digital palace. Um, and who skulks around the corner is Emily. And she's yeah. like, why are you in the house? There's no children in the house. You're a child, Emily. You're only four years older. So she's like eight to nine here. Yeah. I think she's only four years older. You wouldn't know it. You would think she's 74. But she's like, no children in the house. And she's like, I was just fucking bringing Eugenia. And there's this moment where she's like, Lillian is like, did does she know about fucking daddy did digitals? Daddy digitals? <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to say it. I know. Thank you. (laughs) (sighs) Um, So so fast forward to Lillian. Um, She is now 12 and also making an appearance as her budding bosom. (laughs) I love it. Budding bosom. It's like the the, the third build cast member in any VC enters book is a budding bosom. Also, uh, uncredited are her debilitating cramps. Yeah. Well, the... What's fairly interesting, though, is, um, so yeah, skips ahead, Lillian's 11, so that means Eugenia's 10. I could have sworn in the last book they were like, sworn. Eugenia died when she was nine years old. But in this book, she does not die at nine. No, she, only, she dies when it's convenient yeah, to the plot. to the plot, yeah, which could have also been spent, anyways. So yeah, she's coming home from school, oh, she yeah. like doubles over, like, ah! And then Emily's like, stop fucking being horrible. And then she's like, why am I bleeding from my crotch? And Emily's like, it's too early. You're a dead devil. And runs home. So many fucking menzies streaming down her leg. All of it. Is Emily's uterus like dry as a holy bone? I'm not even sure she has one. Oh, okay. Great. That would make more sense. I don't know. I don't know. It's all, everything's all buttoned, snapped up tight. (laughs) Mama. Mama refuses to give any facts because Lillian's like, can you give me some more information? And she's like, yeah, it's, it's just, it's shut up. She's like, I just uh, ignore it. And she's like, but, ah. I think she goes to the library. Yep, she goes to the library to try to like find out about, I really like Lillian just being like, all right, no one's going to tell me. I'm going to try to fucking figure it out. She's Grandma Cuntler. I know. Isn't that something? Wouldn't it be a great to have learned, spoiler alert, we don't learn but that shift comes. I got theories, and we'll talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, like, and, and Emily's like, you're looking at a fucking dirty book. And she's like, this is an educational book. Like, it's literally science. It's like, like anatomy, yes. It's like, I'm trying to figure out what is happening to me and what I need to know so that I fucking know. Um, but Mama does impart the wisdoms as to be careful to not lead men on. Yeah. And it, I also notated that Niles gives her the titty tingles. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. Well, Papa comes to the bedroom to check on Lillian after her period begins. Did you glaze right on by that? Maybe. Let's keep talking. Yeah, and then she, he says to her, 
You've grown quite、mm. a few years worth overnight. Unbutton your blouse. Frowny face. <laughs> Papa does it. He does an instant bad touch. No, that was a little bit different. Yaha. Yaha. Write the same fucking. Why would I write that then if I was not lying? If I was lying, because it was a little bit later. Because I was what? Because like, well, first of all, like after that, like、um, you know, Lillian gets her period. Emily makes it about God punishing her, and that happened. And then like moving forward, so I'm wondering like, because Lillian's 13 now, why the fuck is Emily still in school when Lillian's 13? She should be like 18 by now. I don't know. I feel like they they they're closing the gap. And then、um, on the way home from school, I think、uh, Lillian stayed after to help the teacher, and Niles had stayed after for like a detention. And they're walking home, and he was like, "Let me show you this secret magic pond,"、mm-hmm. and which sounds lovely. And then they do a quick kiss, which gives her the tinglies. Okay. And then they come back out on the path, and Emily sees them. And then she runs home and tells their dad that she was like, Lillian came out of the like the brush, like buttoning up her blouse, and Niles is following her like he was like a like a dog in heat. And that's、mm. when Dad comes in, and he's just like, "Show me, show me your titties." Yep, yep. Yeah. Touches her cleavage and promises to tell her about men and women. Yep. Okay. There we go. Like your mom clearly hasn't explained things to you. I'll tell you. Oh. Yeah. Ah、uh, ha ha. So, so this is fantastic. I wrote down how Emily explains. I screenshot it. How Emily explains why you got to be careful with boys. Um, she says it shoots out of them. You know the seed, even if it just lands on your panties, it could seep in and make you pregnant. I stared at her. What did she mean? It shoots out of them. How could it? Was she right? Do you know what else they do? She continued. They touch themselves and make themselves swell. <laughs> up until the seed comes gushing into their hands, and then they touch you there. She said, glancing at the space between my thighs, and that can make you pregnant too. No, it can't. I said, con- but not confidently. You're just trying to scare me. Yep. So that fascinated me. How did she find out? How does she know this? How does Eugenia know this? Not Eugenia. How does Emily? How know does、this? Emily know this? Actually, I mean, did Jesus tell her? Do you think that maybe like? No, because it's not like a girls' bathroom. There's probably just like an outhouse at the school.、Mm-hmm. I was wondering if, like, you know, she was in a stall and she heard other、yeah. girls giggle. But like, that's off-brand for Emily to know these details、sure、about is. about seed. <sighs> about seed. Like, is there seed in the Bible? I don't know. Yeah, they talk about spurting seed and touching your undies. Yes, seed, but no, there's no panties in the Bible. <laughs> these are not biblical panties. I'm gonna let you using that word go because it's fucking funny. <laughs>、uh, so she,、uh, Lillian, tells Eugenie all about the pond,、um, and Eugenie's like, "Is it? Can you take me?" So they push her rickety old timey wheelchair through the gravel. I love that. Sure, it was great, but I was very nervous. Like,、uh, of course, but it's very. But、nervous. that's great because, like, she she knows、die. she's fragile. Everyone knows she's fragile, but she also is like, "Great, I'm gonna all, all, fucking die anyways. Can you let me outside sometimes?" And I did think I thought it was lovely because she was like, "Yeah, once she got the wheelchair, I could like bring her outside and show her the grounds and stuff." And it had been noted that Eugenia was kind of like bumming out, like she was kind of like losing her life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she was just like you know things didn't really weren't super exciting for her. She didn't care about like 
seeing the the fields and hearing about like seeing stuff anymore. She was like, eh, whatever. So it's it's established that Lillian usually takes Eugenia out for a walk on the weekends, yep. and they kind of like scuttle off to the secret thing. And um, there's more, and she like is like Niles should kiss Lillian. I thought that was it was sweet and cute, and they do some some innocent kissers. Um, but on the way back, like right when they get back on the property, like Emily comes like shooting out into like the scene. And what's great is Eugenia kind of tells Emily to fuck she off. Does. She does. She was She's like, like you're. She was like, no. She was like, why do you tattle? She's like, no one. You're just making everyone bummed out. Just let us have our thing. She's like, we were out, and why are you trying to find evil and everything? Knock it the fuck off. And then she's like, I'm so tired. And now I'm tired. And now I'm so tired. Yeah, I liked that. And then, so they ha- have a plan to go the, the next time. Yeah. Like, the next week, back to the pond, because, you know. Why would you? Lillian and Eugenia are, like, best friends. And, like, Lillian, like, you know, you can tell, like, she's sad. She pities her, but she doesn't, like, treat her like an invalid. Like, she just, like, wants her life to be as full as it possibly can from, you know, her little bed. <laughs> I don't know. It was, they have a very, very sweet relationship. And, um, oh, on page 134, they call Emily Eugenia, by the way. Okay. Yeah, it was just another... You you can't not note it down. I can't not realize things are wrong because my brain doesn't work like that. So the next time, like, mom mom went off to some lunch. I think dad was off at some business or something, so... Mama had guests over for lunch. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So... Lillian w- went to get Eugenia to go back to the pond. And Eugenia's like, my wheelchair is gone. And she's like, the fuck? So she goes out to find Shout it. Shout out to Tony Tatterton. Oh, my God. Yeah, psycho. And I think it, was it Emily that told her, like, you should look in the shed? Uh, yeah, Henry yeah. said he had something to fix like something. That, yeah. yeah. And she Emily like, knew it was in the shed for some fucking reason. Yeah, mm, I wonder why. So she goes out to get it. She's like, oh, I see it. And then, like, the door is, like, thrown closed. And she yeah. realizes that she's in there with a skunk who just sprays the, fuck the out of shit out of her. Um, and she has to get all her hair cut off. In classic VC fashion, yep. she has to get her hair chopped off and be up. And it's noted that, like, it was uneven. Like, just even it up, first of all. Yeah, she's like, she did her best, but it still was horrible. It's like, that's not doing your best. <laughs> that's... <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Yeah, because her hair was, like, too smelly, and they had to cut it off. Yeah. But, like, I'm not even sure, like, because somehow she was like, I could put ribbons in it. Could you? Like, it, it was, was, it was a very this... poor description. It was. Like, because it was, like, it was close to the sc- Again, I don't think... What's a scalp? Who knows? Um, <laughs> I think there's, at some point during this dinner... Um, I don't remember the conversation, but the thing that is noted is that Papa wanted a son... And Georgia couldn't give him a son. She gave him a crippled girl. And she's like, oh, fucking try again, I guess. He's like, fuck you. (laughs) And then Lillian's like, that's hilarious. I'm going to go tell Eugenia. And she's like, oh, she's already asleep. She didn't, like, touch her dinner. Mm." Mm. Because she felt really bad, too, because, like, she hadn't gone back. She was like, I'm going to find your wheelchair. We got this. And so this whole time that she, like, stinks and, like, everyone's trying to do as much remedies as possible. She's like, oh, my God, like, Niles is waiting for us. Eugenia doesn't know what happened. Ah." Lillian is 12 here, yes? She's 13. 13, okay, because I was like, mm, 12? So she doesn't want to go to school because she's all ugly and everyone makes fun of her except who? Niles. Niles. 
and they go to the pond again, and they... I thought it was 12, so I, my note was a little more eyebrow-raising, which was 12-year-old Lillian is moaning and tingling at pond kisses. No, she's 13. And then I was like, 12? Like, 12? They go into... He goes into titty-touching. A little bit, a little crazy. And, yeah. and they're doing a little innocent explore. Fine. I guess I was like, oh, 12, 11, 12, what's going on here? But 13 is fine. 13 is fine. That's teen hood. <laughs> um, so they do a little pet, a little light petting. A little yeah. light. And then she's like, I got to go. And he's like, I get it. What a gentleman, by the way. Niles. Niles is such a gentleman. He's not like, Ugh, you can't leave me like this. Or like, calm down. I'm not doing anything. He's just like, oh, you're, you're, you're right. Cool. I got you. And then she goes home and sees that the doctor is there, like his carriage or whatever the fuck. His um, horse-drawn buggy. His horse-drawn sleigh. And they're like, oh, no, Eugenia has smallpox. And she just, like, dies. Like, mm-hmm. mysterious smallpox. Doesn't someone else have to have smallpox in order for you to get smallpox? Where the fuck does she get smallpox from? The pox. Where did she get smallpox from? They're very small, these pox. <laughs> you couldn't see him come in <laughs> under the windowsill, <sighs> under the door frame. <laughs> the pox go marching in by two, hurrah, hurrah. Uh, and that's very sad. Uh, you, Mama, I wrote get thee behind, get thee back, Satan. LOL. Is it? Doesn't Emily holler that at Lillian? Yep. Okay. I did have a chuckle at that. Yeah, because, like, she came in to say goodbye, uh, Lillian did, to yes. Eugenia, and Emily and the, um, minister. the minister were there, and then all of a sudden, Emily was just like, ah, Satan, I see Satan! That was it! The minister's like... Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh my god, if you see it, it's probably true, because you're if so you godly. See it, probably true. They keep talking about the minister being, like, kind of afraid of Emily. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like... Which I'm into. You're more religious than I am. I don't know. But that's quite the read on Emily. Yeah, I don't um, know. But that was really... That was really sad. And, like, right after Eugenia dies, too, like, Mama, like, didn't even say goodbye to her. She was like, this is too much, and, like, went up to her room, which... Mm-hmm. And Lillian, fair point, was like, I can't, why wouldn't she want to fucking be there? Like, with... She's not going to say goodbye to her. What the fuck? Lillian is woke for the 1910s, 20s, whatever the hell. Mama chunks up on brandy and candy after Eugenia's yep. death. Bod bods. Then the help starts to retire. Um, yeah, like, Papa does a sexually tinged whoopings. Yep, because he leaves Emily in charge when he goes off on business. Because Mama just is, like, drunk and sleeping. Yep. Nice. And... Emily's a bitch. Spoiler alert. Surprise of everyone. And she is like making Lillian read Bible verses before dinner. Pages and pages. And she gets through 15 pages and she's like, I'm I'm putting this down. Like, I'm hungry. What the fuck? And then um, I think Luella like sneaks her up a meal and is like, by the way, I'm fucking out. I'm going to leave anyways. Like, this sucks. And um, by the way, I'm out. By the way, it's fucking weird here and I hate it. And then, yeah, Papa whips the heck out of Lillian's bum for not so, reading more pages of the Bible. So but he, he, like, rubs her ass yeah, first. So he's, like, lay, lay down and, like, raise your dresser gown or whatever. <sighs> and he strokes, he strokes her bare bottom first. And he's like, face the wall! Yeah. And oh. then whips her. So, like, he, it's a sexually tinged whoopings. Um, so they got to hire a new help. 
Uh, Luther at one year old comes in. Sorry, I just love this. Oh, yeah. Just a sentence that didn't make sense. Maybe I said, but not without much hope. Double negative. Yes. Like, maybe I said, without much hope. Maybe I said, with no hope, but not without much hope. I don't know. Anyways. Um, yeah, Luella leaves to retire with her sister, and Henry's let go for cost reasons, and that's, that's very right. sad, because they're, like, really good buds, Lily and Henry, and, I don't know, sad. Charles and Vera are new help. Charles is good with the machines. He can help on the farm and with the equipment. Uh, Vera knows how to stretch a, stretch a dollar. Yep. With the food, and they bring their one-year-old son, Lou, there. He's a very serious little boy. He's a serious little boy. His beard is so serious. His beard. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there he is. Um, I love it. There's a point where it's when Henry leaves, is let go. And Lillian's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go talk to Daddy. And she's like, you can't do this. And he's like, he said that they don't have a quarter of what they had last year at this time, which from a business perspective is quite a decline. Yeah, it's huge. It's a tobacco plantation. It's a tobacco plantation, and there's, like, you know, big tobaccos coming up. That's yep. what, what it is. The like, su- if you know anything, that's the Have you ever seen Mad Men? Lucky Strikes. Ruined the, <laughs> ruined the local farmer. So Henry rides off to the sunset. He walks off to the sunset. He doesn't even get a ride. He no, walks like, off into the sunset. Well, yeah, because he's the one always riding, driving the carriage, so what's he going to do? Uh, time, time, time. It's noted that Niles starts shaving his thick beard at 13. I miss that. <laughs> yeah, how his could you not think about beard. his thick beard? He had to shave. <laughs> okay. Okay. He helped on the farm and was so manly. <laughs> she envisions their marriage. They envision their marriage. They talk about, like, we're going to be... It was yeah. just cool and, like, actually uh, appropriate for that time. Yeah, it was. They would have been like, well, this is... your You're my neighbor. And my neighbor, we're of the same we age fancy each other. You're cool. This we'll, we'll have our own farmtation. Yeah, you get a farmtation. I get a farmtation. Uh, I'll live right down the street. Mama promises everything tomorrow. And a shout out to Charlotte. Yeah, right. I thought that too. She, she was like, it was always tomorrow, and I was like, oh my god, yeah, Charlotte. Mm, the Thompson twins, not the band, the twins. Um, I know. I thought that cracked me up every time that they. Every time. Every they time. Sound, every time. They're now Zzzz's sisters. I was like, hold my heart. Oh, hold me. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Stay with me. And the plantation. Uh, <laughs> so they're having a sweet 16, and it's going to be a fucking party as all shit. And it's going to be great. And Lillian's so excited to go. Yeah. Because she's like, this is going to be like my date date. Like, yeah. and we're going to dance, and maybe we'll like sneak off and smooch. And it's going to be so good. And then... And then I think the whole family is supposed to be invited because you would invite the family, but Mama is like mentally ill and won't go. And Papa's like, "Well, I'm busy, so if Emily goes, you can go." And Lillian's like, "Emily's not gonna go. She's not gonna fucking go. She's not gonna go." And he's like, "Well, then I guess you can't go, you loose fucking hussy." He's like, "Cause your mom didn't do anything." And she's like, "Well, then why don't you care about mom?" And he's like, "You are literally grounded forever." Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, she can't go because she did a sass at Jed. She did a sass. Yep. And it was like such a light sass. It was a soupçon. It was... It was like when you pinch salt and like sprinkle it. It was like that much. Not even salt bay salt. But like a literal pinch. I'm just, I'm just, just putting this on top of a, like a piece of Hershey's dark chocolate. 
Oh, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> kind of went on a side journey there. Yeah, I, was, I was thinking about uh, salt and junk. So, <laughs> she's like, uh, she decides to pretend that she's at the party. And yeah, she's like anyway. bumming out, and then she's like, you know what? I'm going to dress in this dress. Yeah, she couldn't bear to look at her beautiful dress and shoes just sitting there not getting worn. Okay, I'll buy that. I love that. I love that because she was trying to make the best out of the situation. She's like, if I can't be there, I'm going to pretend that she I'm there dancing with dances Niles. by herself yeah. with her Elmerald jewelry. Mom, mama, let, right. let her borrow some. Mama, 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 mama. And then what? A little knock at the window. And she's like, oh my God, Niles, you climbed up to see me? And he's like, yeah, I fucking don't care about anyone there except for you. Everyone's you paying attention you? to my sister, so I snuck off. The, uh, you can set it up, because the next note I have just says bulge. Yeah, they were, they were making out, and then, Doing like... Doing some dancey dance. And they ended up on the bed. Like, well, because, pressing. um... Oh, right. They were dancing and they knocked um, her lamp off the bed. And, and Emily's Emily just like, that fuck! Because, and she came in and, she, and uh, Niles like fucking be- belly down onto the bed. And um, Emily's like, what's wrong with you? Why, why are you dressed like that? And she's like, well, I just like, I can't go. So I was just pretending. She's like, you look stupid. Take your clothes off. <laughs> like, yeah, she's like, take it off. She's like, fine, I will. She's like, no, I need to see you take it off. Take it off now. Yeah. I'm in my bra and panties. And then she's like, okay, because she like cut herself picking up the glass, whatever. And so then Emily finally leaves after she makes her fucking, makes Lillian read Bible, Bible verses again. Like, So she's in her underwear. And they're like, and I was like, oh, that was close. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, what up, you're, undies? Uh, <laughs> you're budding. <laughs> you're budding. I think her bazooms have done budded. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Bulge. So I just wrote bulge. And then she said, I'm glad you came now. And I was like, did he? Because <laughs> I am funny. I think they do like a little, like, a little um, dry hump. Probably. They get a little heavy petty. Heavy petty. Heavy petty. And, but then they're like, yeah, we can't. And he was just like, totally respect you. Okay. I'll see you tomorrow. Does he? No. Why? 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 <laughs> Why couldn't? Why couldn't I'll see you tomorrow? This is the fucking most banana ass shit. He try he shinnies down like the drain pipe, but it's so rusty he fucking falls to his death. Yep. <laughs> she like yells goodbye to him out the window, and he's like, <laughs> and then like doesn't hear like the crash fall, like a whole entire rusty drain pipe going. <laughs> Off the side of the building. That's what it was. Because if it was high enough for him to fall off and die, that is a lot of rusty metal peeling away from the side of a house. I think it was the connector. The whole thing is going to fall off, though, right? Like, so yeah, like, and that was, that was the end of the fucking chapter, too. She's like, I said goodnight. The next person to see him would be so-and-so after they found him crumbled body death. Yep. And then she, oh, then poor Lillian loses her fucking mind. She gives, she mamas it a little bit. Yep. She mamas it's it. It's really sad because she goes, um, she goes to like see the body. She's like, no, I can't. She recognizes his shoes and it's like, the fuck? Because he's carried, uh, covered in a blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then like it shows his face and she's like, oh, like, Niles' face wasn't, like, blue and swollen and ugly. Like, no, he's supposed to be handsome. She's like, it's not. <laughs> and Vera's so sweet. And she's like, yep, no, we don't know who it is yet. Why don't you go the fuck to bed? Why don't you get the fuck out of here? Go to bed. And Emily immediately is just like, that's who was in your room. 
<laughs> and uh, Papa comes in with a guest, yeah? Not yet. I wrote Papa forbids Lillian to leave and pounds the truth into her. He, like, threatens her with physical violence and is like, he's dead, isn't he? And she's like, no, he's not. And she's like, he's fucking dead! And, like, beats her. Oh, yeah. Until she admits he's dead. And she brings in a wizened, he brings in a wizened old midwife. She's, like, 90,000 years old. Approximately. <sighs> so. <laughs> so. <clears throat> he brings in this midwife because uh, he needs her to check and see if Lillian's still a virgin. Yep. He was like, you, that's the reason you curse and you did fuckings with that boy and that's why. And she's like, I literally did not. He's just like, you did. So he makes his old lady come fill up her vages. And I guess she passes out, which is sad. Um, but they say that this midwife had uh, like missing a bunch of teeth. What she had left were very gray. And then her tongue, quote, her tongue flicked in between them. It looked moist brown. Her tongue looked moist brown. Mm. That's the grossest color that <laughs> I can imagine. Adjective. What? It's like sky blue or moist brown. Those are the two eye colors in a DC trope. <laughs> moist brown eyes. Moist, moist. Well, she should moist stop. Brown. She should stop eating shit. Not moist and brown. <laughs> moist brown. Like that's the color. The color <laughs> is moist brown. And I, <laughs> yeah, I'm still having a hard time. <laughs> moist brown. <laughs> Moist brown. <laughs> Ladies it. and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Moist, Moist brown. brown. Uh, so sh- she do confirm his, her virginities. Thank the Jesus. Oh, my God. Um, the next plot point is Papa drunkenly breaking his leg down the stairs. Oh, I don't got that yet. What do you got next? They remove, um, they're like, Lillian, you can't go to school anymore. That's right. You have to stay in your room. Like, you need to learn to be godly. Emily's going to give you all they these prayers the to do. Yeah. So they take all of her nice clothes. <coughs> Emily just, like, cleans out um, Lillian's closet of all her nice clothes, shoes. They, like, shove everything Sacks. in a trunk. They give her a shapeless sack to wear. They take things off her wall. They're like, you get nothing pretty to look at. You live in this cell. Do your shit. And Lillian's like, fair enough, because she's so... Racked with guilt. She feels so bad. And she's like, yeah, clearly. Clearly this is my fault. Because Emily, too, like, previously had said, like, you were the first one to see Eugenia, and that's why she's sick. You went in there, and you cursed her with your curse. <laughs> no one... You, you had to be the first one in to see her. I'm really just laughing at your necking at me. <laughs> so, yeah, poor Lillian at this point is like, yeah, clearly, I mean, like... The Sing cat died, around. my sister died, my boyfriend died, I killed my mother on the way out. Like, So she's like, cool, yeah, I'll just fucking do my stupid chores and read my Bibles and I don't yeah. care. Um, and then Miss Wilson comes by, the teacher, who's just like, hey, so the fuck is going on with, uh, why uh-huh. isn't Lillian at school? And Papa's like, stuff and religion. And she's like, no, nah, that's not cool. Like, she should be in school. She's very smart. And she's like, I'm going to call the police and have them investigate. He's like, I'll have your fucking job. He says that a lot. Yeah, he does. Because he's like a, a rich plantation man, but not so much anymore. And then they find out Papa has some debts. Like, he goes to court because someone's, like, trying to sue him. Sue him. And then what happens is he's got to sell off, like, a piece of the land and also some farm equipment. Then he starts drinking super heavy. Yes. 
And he gets super drunk, falls downstairs, and breaks his leg. So now Lillian has to do the books, and Papa says, you're better at ciphering than Emily. Is that math? Yes. <laughs> ciphering? Yes. She's like, she's like hieroglyphs. Oh. She's like, she's really good at like sucking gas out of one tractor with that like little, si- that's siphoning. Oh, okay. A tube. A tube. A tube. Which is, I think, a nod to Elder Lillian. Mm. Yes. You're better yeah, at the absolutely. books. Um, but she has to care for him like a wife would. And he is like, he, he moves into another bedroom away from drunk and sad Georgia. Because um, he needs his own room. To he recuperate, etc. Um, and he's like, you need to do the books. You need to sponge bath me. Mm. It is a turn from other, it's a reverse of previous uncomfortable sponge baths. Yeah. Because he's like, you have to do this. And she kind of like, is like, eh, here's a quick job. And he's like, fucking look at it. Yeah. Look at my fucking penis. Yeah. Oh, you missed a spot. A man has to be clean everywhere. Uh, he doesn't <sighs> do a Monin's. Yep. Nope. Big fucking nope on that one. So it is the reverse of. <sighs> it's, it's, I was like, oh, this is where like the protagonist is still uncomfortable mm-hmm. with the sexuality involved from adult man to child. But the bath involved. The gender roles are reversed, mm. and the position in the bathing is reversed. So she has to bathe him. Fucking take a good fucking look at it. Yep. Take a good look at it. So you don't need to be surprised about stuff. And he keeps just being like, "I know you saw dicks," and she's like, "I never fucking saw dicks. This is the first fucking dick I saw. Why are you gross?" Um, do you have anything before my next note? Because I wrote uh, uncomfortable sponge bath, Papa moaning, big nope, and then I wrote got to keep warm. Yeah, bed warmer for my next time. Like, he tells her, like, oh, you should, you gotta make up this shelong in the room and stay. In case I, I need, need you. In case I need anything at night. And so he drinks a lot. And then he wakes up and he's like, it's fucking cold, get over here. And she's like, N- what? And he's like, oh, it's fine. My grandfather used to have, like, young slave girls get into bed. He called them bed warmers. And she was like, I really fucking don't want to do that. Eh. And then he rapes the shit out of her. It's really gross. When he's done, he goes, ah, warm now. Oh, yeah, that was upsetting. <sighs> yeah, it specifically was like he, like, fucking pushed my face into the pillow and just fucking pumped in. Like, pressed against, etc. <laughs> so that happens. So my notes are, gotta keep warm. And then it says, oh, bed warmer times too, because he just fucking does it again. Two days later. Two days later. Yep. Well, it's really sad, too, because I'm fucking, oh. Lillian, like, runs to this, like, room that's got, like, storage in it, basically, mm. to, like, find a picture a of her mother to just be, like, thinking, remembering, feeling thinking. sad, just being, like, just I can't fucking, fucking say sad. this to anybody. I she just was got... just raped. And Emily comes in, and she's like, you didn't plan for your time. Why are you bleeding? And, like. She just wants to tell her so bad, but she's like, I know that she's going to make it my fault. Like, oh my God, my Emily's heart, like, why, weren't, why didn't you empty my chamber pot? That's your chore. And a pissy pot. <sighs> yep. Yep, 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 yep. Um, she also notes, mm, Lillian notes, yeah. Mama's a rat. She goes to see Mama every day mm-hmm. just to be with her. And she says, um, Mama's erratic behavior was soothing to me, which I found interesting. Yeah. She's like, I feel fucking crazy. Mama's fucking crazy. Yeah. There we go. 
Yeah, like, this is fine. (laughs) (laughs) At least I know this crazy isn't just me. Like, she, (sighs) Lillian does a barf. And we know. We know. P.S. though, what kind of perfume does Georgia wear? Lavender. But it's not Jasmine. Fuck Jasmine. It's not Jasmine, it's lavender. Cut that. I thought that was nice for you. Cut it, cut it, cut that. Cut that. (laughs) Lillian does a barf and goes under lock and key. Yeah, she does a barf and she's like, great. She actually, she like blows her mind. She blows her mind, is that a phrase? She starts screaming. She doesn't, she have like a moment, she just fucking starts screaming. Yeah, well she goes down and she like goes to the, um, she goes down to the, the library to find like the nipples, the biology book. And then like her dad comes in and he's just like the fuck. And she's like, this is what the fuck. Oh yeah. There's a second time. Yeah. She just screams. She just is like, just. Yeah. Cause Emily comes in to just be like, what the fuck? And she just, yeah, she just screams and screams and screams. And then, then afterwards she's like, I love visiting mama. Cause she's fucking crazy too. Yeah. That's what, okay. That's what that is. So they do cook up a plan. Yeah, because the dad's like, uh, no, you fucked that Thompson boy before he died. And she's like, no, you had the old decrepit lady stick her old decrepit lady digits inside of my lady pocket. And she said, no. And he's like, no, she said she wasn't sure. And she's like, you fucking... Uh. And... My pocket? I don't know. I just didn't know what to say. You don't want to say child's vagina? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I did. I did not. I did not want to I say didn't. that. I didn't. I didn't want to say that. Here we are. <laughs> and here we are. Uh, so we got lock and key Lillian. Yep. They're like, it's fine. We're just going to pretend like Georgia's pregnant. <laughs> you stay yep. here forever. No one can come see you. Yep. Literally and no one. So basically, Lillian's going to be on our lock and key. Georgia's in bed all the time. And it's going to be, it's going to, we're going to say that you guys are sisters. But also, like, uh, Lillian thinks it's kind of funny because Emily has to be her servant now. She has to like bring her, her food and stuff, and she's like, hey, "I guess that's funny, kind of funny." Uh, girl, Lillian, why you go outside? She Obviously, was losing her fucking mind. She was but she like goes and does a wander. Yeah, and then gets lost and scared. She doesn't really. She doesn't get lost. She does. She's like, I couldn't figure. She was like, "Have I?" But she gets fucking like she- all maze confused horse. <laughs> I thought she just, like, took a path and was like, here I am at this. No, she didn't get lost. She just was she like. She has, like, a panic attack. She's like, I'm never going to get back in time. Because she really, she tuckered herself out so fast. Like, right. she was, like, in her seventh, eighth month of pregnancy, and she was getting very tired very quickly and realized after she had walked, like, you know, oh. the whatever, like, the mile or so between. Because she ends up at the Thompson's. Yeah. plantation yes. and like at the graveyard and she's like fuck I never like this is Niles's headstone because she wasn't allowed to go to the funeral yeah. duh and um then she realizes like I don't have the fucking strength like she's crying and then she's like oh god now I can't fucking breathe I'm not gonna get back home okay. in time she basically like trip and falls herself into childbirth yep just like Dawn oh just like Dawn <gasps> oh I never thought of that um and they call that like crusty old midwife yep Yep. So Mrs. Mrs. Coons um, is like, well, that's a pleasure or something. And she says, I had no pleasure, Mrs. Coons. Yeah. Which I enjoyed. Clap back. I did too. Like, who did... She was the one who was like, this kid's still a virgin. 
But then they all delude themselves and they're like, she said she couldn't tell. She said she couldn't tell. Anyway, she has like a horrible, really long childbirth. Mm-hmm. Emily, she was like, Emily refused to hold her hand. That was really sad. Lillian's like, I just needed some human connection. Even if it was Emily. Emily's like, eh. And like, meanwhile, she's like, oh, yeah, look at all the blood coming out. This is so cool. Yeah. Which we know, we know that she's also going to use later for what's-her-face, Dawn. Yep. Apparently that's when she becomes a midwife. Or like, Boo-hoo, um, Papa doesn't get a son. Yep. Boo-fucking-who for that rapist. Mama is no longer creamy and has dull hair. Well, that's the thing. Like, Lillian goes down to, to see her, and she's like, it's so fucking weird. She's just staring at the ceiling. That's awkward. And then she's like, something's wrong with her. And they're like, yeah, she died two days ago. She died the same day that you went into labor. So that was convenient because if she had died then and you didn't give birth, we wouldn't be able to keep up this farce. <sighs> yeah. So yeah, they just hung out with a dead body in the room so they could pretend like Georgia died, died yeah. in childbirth. And, and Papa's like, she wanted to hold on. She, you did a good thing by going into labor early. You, cause it was, she had stomach cancer. Yeah. Which and no one did anything about. They just gave her pain meds. Yeah. She was just fucking loopy on probably like heroin. Opioids. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Um, so uh, there's that. So Mama's no longer creamy. She has dull hair. Emily mourned. So she said Emily mourned in her own way, which I found very fucking interesting. She just prayed the whole time. That's what she did. But she was saying it was it was even extreme for Emily. Oh, because she was in Mama's room praying. She yeah. or wherever the thing like the casket. Yeah. Or she was like she refused. She did it. She did. She fasted. Mm. Like, does this mean Emily had feelings? I think that's a complicated way of saying Emily had feelings. She. she she fasted yep. and prayed like for like a whole day and refused to move and that was that was her own way. So if we believe do we believe Emily has feelings, does this make it more complex, our feelings than Emily? Who knows? I don't know. And that's the thing, we don't really get to know. We don't know we just are led to believe she was kind of born stiff and horrible and that was it. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what what I screenshotted and why. So when mama, mama dies and uh, things are just, uh, Papa's just drinking. Uh, workers complained about not receiving their wages. Charles tried to maintain the old farm equipment. Um, Papa would rant and rage and blame it on the northerners or the foreigners. Mm-hmm. I think I screenshotted it because of that because I was like, oh, fuck you, boomer. <laughs> um, Papa, the OG boomer. He really was. The meadows began to look neglected. Uh, meadows began to look like the neglected old plantations that were either deserted or destroyed by the Civil War. Who fucking who? Um, so Charlotte, we have baby Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Little baby Charlotte. Um, who? And Lillian's over the moon. She's like, she's so beautiful. It's great. And like, she helps uh, Vera take care of her. She's like, I'm not her fucking mom, but I want to be here all the time. Yeah. And that's fine. I don't know. Papa doesn't 
really he meet, doesn't give a shit yeah he doesn't meet her eye or look at her anymore because he's like oh i guess i don't want any more weird children i have a you a me i have a you please a, a quote within the same page or so <gasps> when charlotte was little more than two and then later that same page papa had aged years and months <laughs> is it months later or years later <laughs> yes. i don't know <laughs> Who did I time? Time does not <laughs> Is it years later or months later? Uh, Charlotte's first word is Lil. Which is really cute. Um, Enter the cutler name. <sighs> yep, so Papa's still drinking all the fucking time. And then he comes home in, um, in the middle of the night. Lillian and Emily are woken by the sound of a gunshot. And they're like, fah! And they go down, and Papa's in the his office. And he had a pistol pointed at his head, shot it, but, like, at the last second, pointed it, like, to the ceiling or whatever. Fucking puss. And that's when he tells them... He lost the Meadows gambling. Yep. That's the only thing he's cared about. The Meadows and his family heritage and history and... Yeah, like, not being cool and making sure he can keep up with it. Just making sure he had it. Which he didn't really make sure he had it. Because he didn't keep up with it. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stupid asshole. Literally gambled like everything. So he lost it to a man named Bill Cutler. Bill Cutler. Hey, we know that guy. Although we didn't know he went by Bill until this book. Till this moment. Because the last time he was referred to was just as William Cutler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More. No. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because it was like a, a will. That so he was reading about William. He goes there and he finds Lillian, who I think might be 17. Yeah, something like that. Yep. Um, she's at least Charlotte, like she is, because she's her fucking mom. Um, so, Bill, uh, his eyes traveling up and down my body every time he spoke. I felt like one of the slave girls must have felt on the auction block. Mm hmm. Nope. No, you didn't. And if you think you did, you're wrong. You're wrong. That's not the same. He basically, like, the same. creepy creeps at her because he's like, you're fucking hot. And then she's like, you are, Burr, you disgust me. And he's like, ah, so you disgust me? I'm yes. a trust fund, baby. You can trust me. That's what happens. Yep. Um, he's always, like, peeping and creeping or popping in. And he's like, I'm going to come to dinner. And then he's like, whoops, I'm in your room while you're dressing. Isn't yeah, that crazy? <laughs> <laughs> this is what. We're both here at the same time. Fucking crazy. (gasps) Look at your titties. Um, (laughs) So eventually, this is all fucking boring. Eventually, he's like, uh, what's his name? Papa Captain. Jed, yeah. Jed's like, you know, (laughs) it's my job as a man of your father nature, even (laughs) though I'm not your father. I'm supposed to find you a husband. And she was like, I don't, I don't, there's no one I want to marry right now. And he's like, yeah, because you stay home all the time. Well, lucky for you. A man has come into our home where you stay all the time, you fucking weirdo. You're laughing. This is very much an abridged version of exactly what the fuck he says. You never go out. You don't go meet anyone. But a man has come. And uh, you're going to be married. And she's like, fucking what? And he's like, yeah, that's what we do. We marry you off. He's like, it's Bill Cutler. And she's like, oh, what? Oh, oh, yeah. You traded me back for the Meadows, huh? He's like, like, I don't know. Let's see what's happening. You're not there. Shitty Monopoly man. Um, 
Yep. And um, just like being traded for a circus. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I then wrote Charlie frowny face. Charlotte frowny face. Why? Because she she's like I would never be. She's like I I can't take Charlotte with me, and that's my child. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I thought you meant Charlotte frowny face, but like no Charlotte frowny yeah, face. No. Yeah, and that's really sad. For like a hot second, Papa considered it. She's like, I want to take her. And he was like, what? No. Mm-hmm. People know she's yours. Vera comes in with the wisdoms. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Vera helps her get ready. And she was like, didn't you just imagine all this love? And she's like, fuck now. He was like, well, this is what we're doing. This is, I wanted to get off my fucking family farm. And there was Charles. So I was like, all right. And he didn't he, suck. And he like, didn't suck. So I was like, let's give it a shot. Yeah, she's like, maybe you can unsuck Bill. <laughs> Maybe he'll be cooler under you. Like, she's like, you're pretty dope. You, like, if you're like, Lillian, you rule. And you'll probably be able to, like, bend this dude because he's wicked obsessed with you. I know he's a dick, but, like, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure you probably won't, like, argue much either. Just do whatever the fuck you want. You'll, you'll get this. Um, someone comes into her room and they're, like, ready. And she's like, no, but I guess I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, Bill Cutler's definitely like a Chad. Mm. Um, he later on, blah, 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 married, blah, blah, blah. They leave the meadows, blah, 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 blah. They do a B&B and he says, yeah, he's like, I can't wait to get in your pants. Quote, I'm going to claim my conjugal rights. And Lily freaks out for a half second and she's like, you know what? No. Stick it in. She's like, yeah, what? And he's just like, oh my God, your face didn't look like a virgin. He's like, who said I was a virgin? He's like, your dad said. And she's like, my dad's a fucking no. What about it? You want to take me back? And he was like, blah, 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 blah. yeah. And she's like, this is boring. I'm going to sleep. This <laughs> is great. Fucking ye- yes. Yes. She and then also- she's like, you know what? If sex isn't unexpected, that's what I wrote down. Yeah. How different sex was when it was expected, which made, ooh, rough. But also, rough. okay, girl, like, good. I'm glad she didn't immediately feel shame for feeling pleasure. Okay. Okay. So. Down in front. So. So. They take a motor trip to Cutler's Cove. What year is it? Does he have like a 36 Edsel? Well, they said that Papa had like a Model T Ford. They like casually mentioned he's got like a car. It was one of the only people with a car. All right. So casual. It didn't even. 2030s. I don't know. Okay. Um, Yep. So they roll up on the the, uh, Cutler's Cove and... Bill says arrogantly, a little bit better than a Meadows, wouldn't you say? And she's like, and Lillian says, not in its heyday. <laughs> then it was the jewel of the South. And Bill says, some jewel. At least we didn't use slave labor to build the place. <laughs> okay. Thank you. I was just like, oh, good. There's like one sentence in here. <laughs> to acknowledge slavery. To acknowledge that the rest of what everyone is saying is not okay. <sighs> um... So Lillian's essentially married to the hotel, not Bill. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? Like, she's charmed by it almost instantly. She looked like she had never seen the ocean. She was taken aback. She loved a bunch of stuff immediately about the hotel, like the old furniture and stuff. She liked the idea that Bill's parents, like, started it as, like, a farm but they couldn't farm on the beach, whatever. So they just, like, went with it. And she's like, okay, cool. Like, I like... Some fucking backstory. Yeah, she liked it. And, like, she, like, dug herself in. She immediately was just like, these people recognize when I say hi to them at breakfast. She was I'm like, gonna sit it, was, with them. Like, it was easy enough to greet people. They yeah. seemed to enjoy it. So I just did it all the time. Yeah. And, like, and then all of a sudden people were like, oh, the old lady. And she's like, hey, oh, that means that it's I'm me. the boss. <laughs> she goes back to visit the Meadows intermittently. 
Yeah, like once a year, twice a year. I cannot believe that she left Charlotte there after Papa died. Yep. I was upset by that. Me too. It really was. I, I think her point was it would have been upsetting for her Charlotte's life at that time. But, like, have some foresight, yeah. friend. I mean, that was for... That was only because the other books had already been written. All right, fine. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I guess. Because Vera was like, oh, her and Luther are friends. I don't fucking care. Take your kid. She wanted her to be with her the entire time. And she was even she like, was like, well, she stopped remembering just... who I was. And, like, that was breaking my heart. Yeah, fucking take her to this beautiful hotel where she can hang out. She was like, well, Emily's religious stuff didn't bother her. So I thought it was fine. And mm. and you're like, but, it, you know, it's not, it is, it's not fine. Uh, Bill Cutler uh, gets on the other side of like a Russian roulette. Yeah, and is like he's like shooketh. out whoring and gambling and stuff like that. And he shooketh afterward, and he's like, "If we both, if we both want a baby, it will happen. So you have to say you want it." That's how it works. So I think I th- I think that's how it works. works yeah. um, it's just a verbal agreement, and then you get pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> uh, instantly, but he feels bad. He's like, "I am I am going to stop being so shitty." Like I realize that like. Like, you married me, and that's not what you wanted, but you were doing a fucking dope-ass job at everything. Spoiler and alert, he, doesn't, he eventually goes back to being shit. He does, but I really love that acknowledgement, though. Okay. Like, he doesn't really fight her on shit. Like, she was like, we need an addition. He's just like, we can't afford it. She's like, we're going to have a mortgage. And he was like, no. And she was like, but yes. Like, what the fuck do you know about shit? And he was like, all right, fine, yeah, spend We've the money. We've never had a mortgage. We just bought things. And she was like, no, you have to leverage debt to expand. These anyway. are facts and figures. And he was like, no. I've done the ciphering. Yeah, I know. But I love that because he was like, all right, you're better at it than me. And just like, go. Let her do it, which is not common for the time at all. Um, yeah, I really did like the fact that she was just like, you know what? Fine. I'm fucking making lemonade right now. Uh, instant mama's boy, Randolph. Yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a sentence that I wrote down because it confused me. And I have to give it to you out of context because I don't know what page it was on. Okay. I began motorboarding the guests. <laughs> motorboating? Motorboating? Motorboarding? She, motorboating? Is that what she Motorboarding? Motorboarding? Motorboating? I mean she was she added she stuck her face in their titties and went, well, she did add motorboating as a thing they could do because she built a dock. Okay. Did you, I, obviously I envisioned her. Did you have like, like a nighttime weird it might have autocorrected to boarding instead of boat I don't know. Uh. But like did she start, like, face-tittying people? Obviously. So that's the end. Basically, basically, that's the end of the book. And here we say to you, friend of mine. Uh, friend of mine. Um, I was really super yep. confused by the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, she's awesome. She's, like, into her job. She's like, I don't love Randolph, but and I do now, love this hotel. Like, not no, Randolph. She, uh, Bill. Bill. Billiam. And now we have to reconcile that with Grandmother Cuntler. No, but, like, she gets a letter, and it's from, like, Henry's niece or something, and she's like, my dad, my great-uncle died, and the last thing he said was about you, and then she's like, and then all of a sudden, like, I looked, and it was the, it was the meadows again, and, like, things happened, and I was talking to Henry. That made it seem like it jumped from, like, her being, like, a, like, a mom in her 30s to, like, 
her on her deathbed because she was like, I saw all these things and then I saw these people and then like I was a star, like, like Star I'm Wars kind of like. It seemed like a when you see all the Jedi. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like it was just so weird. She's because really she's like, I got it. tired. I just sat I think there. I got tired of uh, processing this book and just like glaze. It was just it was weird. She's like, because when I looked up and I looked outside, I didn't see the beach. I saw like the. I saw like the the porch of the meadows and then I was talking to people and things were falling down around me and then I saw Henry with his little bindle and I was like, what's up? And he was just like, y'all good, Miss Lillian? And she's like, and then I was, the end. No, not fucking the end. What? How? What? Oh. I still don't know. Okay. This Lillian. Yeah. In this book that we left on would have been so fucking mortified for Laura Sue to have gotten raped and bechilded by somebody else. Bechilded. Here's my theory. <sighs> you ready for my theory? My <sighs> theory. My theorem. Oops, that's not my name. There's no way that she names this, like, bastard child after her precious younger sister and gives it away and then acts like a fucking asshole to it when it comes back. No. I said that she loves the hotel so much it made her a cunt. No. Yeah, because it the idea that any indiscretion threatens the hotel and the hotel's name. No. no? All right. Not after what she went through. I don't think so at all. I do not think that that Are you telling me this is another poorly thought out prequel? <laughs> no, gasp, I would never do that. <laughs> It, that nothing fucking jives with the history that we have. Like, at least, the I feel like the only prequel that at least gave us, like, a whole story was the first one, Garden of Shadows. Yeah. With, with uh, Olivia. Olivia. Because at least that brought us up to, like, the first day of the first book, where yep. it was, like, it came full circle, she met her grandkids, whatever, like you yes. saw, and like she acknowledged, like, this is when I died inside and I couldn't do it anymore. As flimsy as that was, it was there. It was there. This, you're like, you're still like in your 30s or some shit. Like, what happened to you? Like, I don't, because From- it talks about her being strong, her clapping back at men, her being independent. The fact that uh, like she survivor was like, of trauma. Yes. And, and like in the way too, that she was like, yeah, I feel like I'm a fucking curse, but I also don't think it's my fault. I throw sass back at my dad, like, yeah, what are you going to fucking do now? Like, what, could you do anything worse to me? Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't track. Like, I feel like this Lillian would have grabbed Bill Cutler by the fucking, like, collar and made him fix it somehow. Like, it, or been like, we need to keep this secret because I'm not going to let some other poor kid grow up in another family. Like, because Lillian was like, my parents weren't my parents, and I feel terrible. And, like, now I have a daughter, and she's not going to know who her real parents are. Basically, nothing tracks. It doesn't fucking track. So. <laughs> it was really upsetting, because we don't know what happened to her, where that turn happened. I'm saying, my, if, if this is the only information we have, I'm saying that she became obsessed with the hotel and the family name and the hotel name, and would get... Fear, fear of negativity. Like, nope. okay, fine. All right, fine. No, because that Keep was a, one of her biggest pieces of contention with her father. Why the fuck do you care so much about a name when you're not doing anything for the people? Why do you carry, carry? Why do you care about, like, having the meadows if it's going to look like shit? Why do you care about, like, why do you act like you care about 
mama when you're letting her fucking degrade. Like, all it is about your family name, this is bullshit. There wasn't an example of a flip for her where it was like, oh, the family name makes sense. So basically, don't read Darkest Hour, friends. I, I can't think of a reason why you should. Nope. Like, I don't know. Read it until Niles dies. Read it until... Maybe. If someone says bed warmer, close the book. Close the fucking book. Oh, Because I, I, I love that relationship between her and Niles. And I don't know. I just feel like everything that happened to her does not lead to Lillian Cutler. The end? <sighs> Give us your thoughts. Also, I want to do a quick shout out to Stacey Alley, who suggested that I look at hashtags, including VC Andrews, to get new followers. Um, Welcome. Thanks, Stacey. You really you got us like a hot, you got us a solid 10. In like two hours, uh, which was like, was that, that was a good, that was a good climb. Appreciate that hot, hot tip, Stacey. Thank you. Make sure you pick up a copy somewhere of My Sweet Audrina. Yeah, I'm excited to reread yeah, that one. Like, yeah. that one was... I just remember it being buck wild. Buck fucking wild. I remember a, a few, like, scattered details. Mm-hmm. Some pretty important ones, I feel. And I'm I'm, I'm excited to reread. And we're also going to do the prequel that came out decades and decades later. I don't think later. it's a prequel. I think it's just a sequel. A sequel. Oh, sequel. Well, it's just a fucking a sequel. sequel. A sequel. Um, a sequel called... White Fern. White Fern. But it's decades thoughts. later. I got thoughts. Do you have them yet? I have that. I feel like it takes away from the specialness of my sweet Audrina. Being yes, it was single just boy. one book, which was the only case. It was case. the only one boy. Yeah. The end. Um, farewell, listener. Bye. Love you. Bye, listener. Bye. Thanks for listening to VC's Pieces Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Technical support is provided by Boo and Matt. Thanks for answering all of my stupid questions. Music used is Dust in the Attic by Broken MC under a free to comment license. Email us at vcspiecespodcast at gmail.com with your thoughts and comments. You can also follow us on Instagram. We are at vcspiecespodcast. New episodes are released every other Friday to give you time to read along. In the meantime, settle into the cove, find your real dad. Oh, and uh, don't forget, douse yourself liberally in Philip repellent. Ugh.